She brings wealth and health to her audience by tackling hot topics around substance use disorder, mental health and wellness. Her mission, vision, and goal are to help you heal from your past trauma, inspire you to transform your body, mind, and soul so you can live your best life. Your board-certified psychiatric mental health doctor, nurse practitioner, trauma care maestro, and media analyst, your life ambassador, best-selling author, TEDx talk speaker, CEO of Pool of Bethesda Psychiatric Health in Arizona. Let's all welcome Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. Mornings with Sue and Andy is brought to you by Wolf Willow, affordable riverside living homes starting from the 210s. Visit live at wolfwillow.ca. 609 and with school winding down pretty soon, summer break almost here, kids are going to have a lot more time on their hands. So how can parents keep their children occupied and mentally healthy over the long break, especially after what they've been through over the past year or so. With some advice this morning, we're joined by Dr. Stephanie Hancock, trauma care expert and best-selling author. Good morning, Dr. Hancock. Good morning so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Interesting, unique time for sure. Kids have been off quite a bit over the past year, homeschooling, etc., now heading into summer. So in some ways, maybe this is a case of not kids not really knowing uh, kind of which way is up at this point, lots of confusion perhaps from them? Absolutely. With the pandemic, a lot of the uh, children right now are very bored. Some of them are going through mental, uh, in fact, mental, mental illness, such as uh, suicidal ideation, and some are very depressed and anxious. So it's important that we really need to get a handle on it if we are parents right now. What's interesting, Dr. Hancock, is the fact that, you know, generally we celebrate summer. It's a chance to relax and unwind. The kids can, you know, get together with friends, and it seems like time doesn't matter during the summer. But, yeah, they might have a different mindset. So I'm wondering, from a professional standpoint, what sorts of things should we look for in our kids to to know that they might be struggling at this time? Oh, my goodness. Thank you for asking that question. Um, A lot of sadness. A lot of kids are staying more in their rooms right now. Yesterday at my clinic, uh, I met with a young lady who said she was extremely bored. And how many of us know that boredom does, uh, <laughs> does invite problems mm-hmm. at home? So some of them are very, they're very bored, they're very sad. Uh, a lot of them, when you even ask them, they'll tell you that they have racing thoughts that their thoughts are just racing at, a, at the speed of light. Uh, some of them will tell me, well, I don't know how I feel, but at times I just feel like just walking down the uh, street and just I wonder if, they, if the car hit me, what would happen. Now, those kind of thoughts are not rational. And so we expect we start seeing kids that are having those kind of thoughts, kids that are very irritated, very angry, uh, and just don't want to deal with anything at this point. So we know they should probably get some help, most definitely. We need to reach out, talk to an expert if kids are feeling that way, for sure. Are there tips that you have for us, I mean, as to what we can look for towards the summer months and things to keep their minds and their bodies occupied? Because both of those things are clearly important. Oh, my goodness. Now, we know that a lot of our kids love to get away. They love getaways. Uh, it's kind of a little bit different this time because they've been in, in the house, so we know that they're going to be anxious about it. But at the same time, too, it's important. It doesn't have to be a lot of trees on the plane or something. It could be somewhere that they do enjoy before, in the area, in the communities where they are, and just spending time with family, getting away, just getting away. 
Let's talk about another uh, tip that you uh, put forward, Dr. Hancock, and that is helping uh, our kids find a purpose. What do you mean by this? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, just like I gave you an example yesterday, I spoke with a young kid yesterday, and she, she tells me, I'm just bored. I said, well, what do you like to do? But because she's been cooked up in the house for over a year, she can't even remember what she loves to do. So it's important that we start with, uh, I, I call it rehabilitative storytelling, where you kind of help them to tell the story. Go back to what they used to do before. Find a purpose. It doesn't have to be anything dramatic. It could just be, hey, for example, my purpose is to maybe read a book at the end of the night, every night, or just write about how my day went. That's a purpose. Anything very small, nothing major, find a purpose so that they can attach that summer to that purpose. Mm, that's I like that one a lot. Now, you've written, what, 24 self-help books. So I know you've got it down, and I know that uh, a lot of people think, and a lot of experts think, kids need to have a routine and a structure. Mm. Is that really important mm. throughout the summer? And, and how, how easy do we need to be about you know, letting them kind of move away from that routine? Okay, so structure is very, very, particularly where we are right now, it's very important. Again, many of them are, you know, they are kind of lost right now with everything that's going on. Uh, particularly when you deal with teenagers, they don't want you to get involved, too involved, yet you still have to be a little bit involved. So it's important that you kind of negotiate that with them, sit down with them, find out indirectly, hey, say, what do you want to do today? What are, you, what are you thinking about doing today? What do you think? How about this? Uh, softly, softly, you know, uh, suggesting things to them. It's very important because if, if they do not have structure, um, mm, the devil is in the details. So it's important that when you, when you give them structure, um, but make it look like it comes from them, not from you. Mm. You know, a lot of teenagers don't want to be bothered with, uh, with their family. And so it's important that you uh, let them know that this is your structure. This is how it looks. But you've got to give them structure. They do want structure in the kind of way, but at the same time, they just don't want you overbearing. You know, uh, Dr. Hancock, we know that our uh, kids, particularly the teens, love their electronics. They love to be online. Mm. Uh, but uh, you're, you're actually suggesting something that they love. We limit a bit. Why do we want to do that through the summer months? Okay, so... Um, there is a lot of things that are going on with our kids already. They are overcharged. Uh, some of the kids that I see right now, they are actually going through disorders like games when they, you know, when they are on games for 10, 15 hours a day. Uh, what that does is, is kind of overstimulate them. And so it's important that, you know, even though we want them to have their devices, we want them to have that, it is important that we kind of set some parameters. For example, if your kid loves love to be on games or whatever, and you know that at 7 they have dinner, at 8 they have, or 8.30 they have to be in bed, then at 7 you've got to shut it down. Otherwise, what that does is it increases their stress level. Uh, they find themselves on the, in the bed just rolling for the next 10, you know, two, three, four hours. And before you know it, it's time to get up and do something again. So it's important that we um, kind of monitor the kind of devices that they use, even phones too. Um, 
And also internet. There's a lot of things going on on the internet right now that get them all jazzed up and get them all overly excited uh, to the point of even uh, anxiety. So we've got to really, really talk to our kids about the devices that they're using. Fair enough and great tips all. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Doctor. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye now. That is Dr. Stephanie Hancock, trauma care expert and best-selling author. Thank you for listening to Tear the Veil with Dr. Fumi. We hope you have enjoyed being a part of today's show and that we have helped you in shining. For further information, you can visit us at drfumipsychdnp.com and pobpsychiatry.com. For further information, you can visit us at Dr.